Hey everyone, uh, we didn't get a chance to record an episode together this week, so I thought I would just give you the episode that we recorded a few weeks into January of this year, so way back. Um, I never got around to editing it because it seemed a bit too depressing and I just didn't want to edit it because of that, but hey, here it is. All the news and personal stories you might have heard before, or they're all a bit outdated, so keep that in mind. But I uh, hope you guys enjoy this little blast from the past. Yeah, um, here's the episode. Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? Uh, speeding? No, it's because your intro sucks. Um, Please step out onto the curbside. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Curbside Podcast, the podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. It's a new year, uh, but I'm still Jeffrey, here, Southern Californian Taiwanese American, and I drive a 2004 Honda S2000 and a 2021 Subaru Outback. I should probably add that in by now. Ooh, that's the first time you ever brought that yeah, car up. Yeah, this bit. <laughs> Months later. This daily driver, he just neglects it, neglects it like that. Uh, my name is Parth, driver 2016 M3, live in Bay Area, Happy New Year. I'm Andrew, I drive a 2015 Subaru BRZ again, hey! and a 2014 Evo 10 MR. It's finally back. It is. It took like, it was like a month and a half it was gone, maybe more. Yeah, how's it looking? It literally looks brand new, or at least the front half of the car looks brand new. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, the shop did a really crazy, like really good job. Um, new bumper, new hood. They fixed the fenders, but like you couldn't tell that uh-huh. it was broken. And like before the fenders on like the side of it, it was kind of wavy because I don't know, maybe I sat on it or someone sat on it, but they like yeah. fixed all of that. So yeah, the front end looks brand new. They paint matched it perfectly. I'm really happy with it. Well, good thing you got into an accident. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, dude. Right it, the, the car has not looked this good in years. <laughs> Did they did they give you like a printout of like what 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 was wrong with it? Yeah, like so the initial estimate that Allstate gave me was just under two grand. The final estimate was twelve. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, dude, twelve thousand. Part of it was because they went with all like factory like original like Subaru parts. Yeah, but the other part was just like there was so many like little things in the like engine bay that got cracked or like just slightly damaged, and they replaced all of it. Good thing the car market is what it is right now. Or that thing. <laughs> I know. Otherwise, totaled. it would have got totaled for <laughs> sure. Yeah, seriously, yeah. I wouldn't have been too mad if it got totaled. Honestly, but <laughs> you, you need help with that. <laughs> yeah, so run it back. <laughs> so I'm taking that that you you're enjoying the car based on what you just said. Yeah, I think I think so. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It got back into his familiar. The first thing I noticed. So, okay, so I got into the car. First thing, after a month and a half of not driving a manual car, my foot uh-huh. went straight to the brake pedal. And I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, oh, wait, I have a clutch. And then I started it. I was like, holy shit, this car is really fucking loud. But yeah, other than that, like, got used to the, the clutch and everything again in like a few minutes. So we got a, we got a message in the meantime before the car was back that you got a Nissan. daily driver for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I refused to get a rental for like the first month of the repair. And then 
every time I would like text the the car shop like, "Hey, is my car ready?" They would say no, and then ask me if I want a rental, and I was like, "No, I don't want to fucking pay for a rental." And then this time I was like, uh, "How much does it cost?" And then the car shop actually just offered, like, "Oh, we'll pay for the rental until the car is done." I was like, "Okay." Oh, nice. Yeah, so they paid for the rental, and then like I feel like I, I accepted it because like first of all it was free, and then second of all it would light a fire under their ass to like get the car done because they won't want to pay for the rental for too long. They set up my reservation with Enterprise, and then I went. They gave me the car. It was like the most basic package. Apparently, it was like forty bucks a day, but uh-huh. I feel like I got the best car out of the fleet because I got a pretty much a brand new Nissan Maxima. I had the V6 leather seats, adaptive con- cruise control. Yo, dude, and it was quick. It's a Nissan V6. That means it's a that's a VQ, right? Yeah, I had a VQ. <laughs> yeah, a VQ rental car. It was a good rental car. I actually really liked it. <laughs> how was uh, how was commuting in a in a Day normal a car? car? Yeah. Oh, dude, I felt pretty great. I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. Yeah, it's good, dude. That's why the fucking Camry is a daily driver. Dude. It made the like the adaptive cruise control made the drive so much easier. Oh, yeah. All I had to do was steer. Yeah, and it he, had like he, lane assist without it didn't pull it back but it would like buzz when you're out of the lane mm-hmm. yeah that stuff yeah. is like a lifesaver when you're randomly very tired <laughs> yeah, I did. yeah you have to like really want to take your fun car to a commute now after after you drive that i know man so you need, a, uh, you need to get your tesla pretty soon here man uh, <laughs> yeah that's the so other thing too so like <laughs> My my manager, he bought a, I think it was a 2020, 2021 Model S long range. And then he was like, hey, he texted me like mid-meeting. He was like, hey, can you give me a ride at 2 o'clock? New car is dropping. I'm like, oh, shit. Cause we've been car joking is around. dropping. <laughs> yeah, because we've been, we've been joking around about him getting a plaid for the longest time. I was like, no fucking way. Is he actually going to do it? Yeah. Uh, uh, it wasn't a plaid, but pretty much he, so he already has a Model 3 performance uh-huh. on a lease. So we drove that to the Tesla, like, distribute or whatever fucking dealer pickup area in Sunnyvale. And then he was like, here you go. Gave me the little key card. He was like, follow me back to my house. I was like, okay. I was like, fair warning. I am going to stomp it light to light. He was like, yes, do it. Like, great. (laughs) Man, dude, from light to light, like, your vision blurs, like, everything. (laughs) The road just disappears, and the car in front of you appears so much faster than you think it would. Like, they... It's really stupid. So yes, I really want one, but it's too expensive. How much? How much is the performance? I think it's it's still like fifty sixty. Shoot. Dude. Oh shit. Fifty three nine forty starting. That's without oh. full self drive. So after full self drive and taxes and all that, that's a seventy thousand dollar car. M three money then. Yeah, but this shit will blow an M three out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> light to light, at least. You hear that part? It's okay. I mean, who's having more fun then? <laughs> I am guaranteed. I am. <laughs> you get accelerate once you actually have real horsepower. Then you get bored of it after a while. Trust me. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the horsepower with the with this the, though. It's the torque. Yeah, I guess the torque. Torque and the horsepower. If you yeah, just like tap your foot all the way down every once in a while, you're just like, whoa, whoa. You just get whiplash. <laughs> there's, only, there's only so much acceleration you can do. After a while, you're just like, all right, shit, dude. Where's the S class or the 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 Nissan Maxima, <laughs> but it's comfy too though. <laughs> that is true. You just well, get a Model S. Get a used one. Uh, get a plaid. Get you could look like uh, you could look like Doug when he stomps. Stomps. No, nah, even used ones are still a lot. Well, it's yeah. back to commuting in the the bouncy loud car right now. Yeah. So I've been seeing a lot of cross tracks on the road. I kind of want to do that. <laughs> That's more reasonable, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
for so sure. So you sell the Subaru, right? If you get one of these, a cross tag, yeah, or something. I think so. Well, well, your car will probably get some good value out of it right now. Yeah, more than twelve k. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we know that for sure. <laughs> yeah. That thing is like almost ninety thousand miles now, too. Shoot, ninety thousand already? Shit. Yeah, it's like oh, I guess like just, yeah, you could... just by eighty-eight, around eighty-eight thousand. Wow, dang, dude, that's nuts. Damn, you really drove that. That was actually your daily, like <laughs> four hundred miles a week, man. <laughs> dang. How about you, Barth? You got some new transportation information. I bought the motorcycle. <laughs> Wait, the the planter one? No, that one. I have that. I already started working on that one. Wait, what did I talk about last time? <laughs> I okay, don't okay. Even remember. So let's go back in time, okay? Because this is before. Last time we talked about this was Christmas. This was before was your before? motorcycle class. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because that just happened over like Hawaii. I was I was on a vacation to Maui in in December. And what did I tell you guys? What did I what did I tell these people when we did our Christmas thing? So I'm just, oh, I'm just going to restore one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. you bought a motorcycle yeah. that's been a, that's been used as a planter for yeah. the last not bought, decades. Not given. Uh, oh, it. Nice. Yeah, it's free yeah. 99. So, with the update on that one, it's, it's coming along. It, it is every single time you work on something, you realize as, a, as it should be, that there's 50 other things that you also have to do. It's a piece of shit, but I got the seat off without a key. <laughs> uh, got the tank off without a key. You just drilled the core out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why was there no key? Because the guy was like, I'll, I'll find the key. And I'm like, I really doubt this guy even knows where the key is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll give him some time. He said he'll look for it. Two weeks go by. Uh, three weeks go by. He still hasn't come back with the key. I'm like, you know, it's holidays. I'll give him some time. First week of January, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ask him for the damn key. And I was like, hey, did you find the key? He goes, no, I can't find it. I'm like, this guy's not, not going to be able to find it. So I'm still looking, though. I'm still looking. I'm like, you know what? Screw this shit. Uh, took uh, a little, uh, kind of like a little flat kind of thing over there, like a, and then just nailed it with a, uh, with a hammer. Then uh, just took a drill bit and an impact drill to the lock and just drilled it. Got the seat open, uh, the gas tank for, you know, checking if there's gas and stuff in it. Shoved a screwdriver at the top, unlocked it. That was pretty easy. The, the seat was a lot tougher of a lock. Anyway, got that open, got the seat out. The seat was a piece of shit. Under the seat was the old registration paperwork and all that kind of stuff and the original owner's oh, manual. Cool. And the original toolkit, too. So, finally got all that stuff and then uh, got some uh, Marvel... What is it goddamn called? The freaking Marvel Mystery Oil. Mystery, oil. yeah, Mystery Miracle Oil, whatever it is, into all the cylinders. So now hopefully it is uh, unseizing. I'm going to go to check on that in a little bit, in, in a week or two. But anyway, so all that happened, and then I realized I kind of wanted to then Jeffrey's fault. So then Jeffrey started like showing me other shit about motorcycles and stuff, and I decided to sign up for the MSF course. So I took the course last weekend, passed it, got the certificate in the mail on Thursday, bought a helmet on Thursday, went Friday morning to the DMV and took the test. So now I have the license, and then I bought my instructor's wife's first 2018 Honda Rebel 500 yesterday. Now I have a bike. <laughs> That works. 2018 Honda Rebel 500. This guy's timeline, like, moved at rapid speed. (laughs) This guy got his license, and then the next day has now two motorcycles. Yeah, I took it on the I took it on the main road today too. Shit, my pants. They're 55 (laughs) miles an hour, 60 miles per hour. I took it to 60. 60 feels fucking fast, dude. Like everything was shaking. Like the like the visor was shaking. The helmet was shaking. It was just like. I'm like, dude, I can, like, the, the road. I'm like, how do I focus on the damn road? The wind itself is, like, messing up my goddamn vision. 
there weren't any many cars. It was a Sunday, so that was nice. But yeah, I went from not much of an interest in bikes to a bike to fix to I kind of like bikes to I like bikes to I'm taking the course to I took the course, got the certificate, I got the license, and I got the other bike. Hey man, calm down, man. You gotta <laughs> yeah, calm down a bit, man. Give, we're not allowed to give buyers advice when it comes to buying uh, vehicles. <laughs> If you want it, go get it. That's, that's my advice. You, what, what, what should I... Just do it. Just yeah, get yeah. it. Just buy it now. I'm thinking about... Just get it. Parth got two motorcycles with a span of two months. My yeah, Evo yeah. came into fruition within like a week. Yeah. From finding the car Holy to shit. having it in the garage yeah, yeah. in like two weeks. I want an Evo to... I can get one to... I got one. <laughs> like, legit, this is what happens in our group chat, right? This is like, hey, guys, I found this thing. What do you guys think? Do it. Just do it. <laughs> Man, so bad. Andrew's currently, you know, thinking about that Prostec or Tesla or whatever, but what he goes no, for, it's going to be like a three-day process. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, probably, but that's not going to happen for a while. Cause, yeah, 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 but I, when you decide to do it, you know, that, just that's... Just do it. That's, yeah. You're Just like, guys are thinking about doing it now. Okay, do it. Three days later. <laughs> I, like, spur of the moment bought a new bicycle, and it, like, took 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Just do it. Um, yeah, That's our, our advice motto. is if you, if you like it, you shouldn't waste time. Life is too short. Yeah. Just do yes. it. So speaking of getting your motorcycle license, bro. Yeah. Dude, the goddamn DMV go. again. Dude, oh my God. Okay, so we got a message in the middle of the week. I take back what I said about the DMV. They are not a scam. And I was like, who's who's holding a gun to Parth's head? <laughs> they are, in fact, a legal criminal organization. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what happened? I didn't go in with an appointment because I checked. They opened at 8 o'clock. I was up at 7. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like, let me get all the stuff. So I was getting all the stuff ready, all the bullshit, the online application, all the stuff that you have to do in order to do so for this thing, since you took the course, Jeffrey, you know this, you took the course, you have the certificate, all you got to do is go to the DMV and take the written test. Yeah. You don't have to take the, the writing test of the DMV. That's what I was going to go do. The written test is like 25 questions. So, and judging by how I did on the goddamn one for the course last weekend, I'm like, it should take me no less than 10 minutes to take the damn test, right? So show up there and okay, fine. I made eight o'clock become 8.30. So by the time I got there, it was like 8.40. And there was a few people waiting. They had like a appointments line and then walk-ins line and online it was showing the walk-ins wait time was about eight minutes so i'm like okay that's that's not a problem i'll, I'll wait so eight that minutes. was yeah so that that was fine the moment you just get into the presence of some fucker that works at the dmv it's like what have i done to you that you are just like behaving this way i'm just standing in line right pipers i'm like what the f like good morning hi how how are you you know it's good you know how are you doing today no you know decency they don't know decency they don't know goddamn decency and it'd be like okay fine they don't know decency because they're efficient fuck that they're not efficient either they're just <laughs> anyway so papers i'm like here you go take takes my paper and she says you have the appointment the confirmation I'm like yeah here you go so she takes that take this number go inside so i'm waiting for the number to be called Number gets called. The first lady calls me up. She actually said, good morning. That was very nice of her. You know, I thought showing some, you know, decent human kindness uh, or even decency, not even kindness, just decency about acknowledging somebody else's existence. 
give her all the stuff. So this is the first lady. The first lady is just processing your shit. The, the, the driver's license, the DL-389 certificate, paperwork from online and all that stuff. And she's doing it without a smile on her face, obviously, because, you know, their life is miserable, apparently. And then she takes all the shit. She goes, okay, go blue line over there. You're going to stand in line, take your photo. Then you're going to take the test. Then you're going to go green line. And then they're going to process your temporary. I'm like... Okay, so I go to the goddamn blue line, go to the blue line, take my photo, get to do the thing, take the test. Waiting in the blue line was about another 20 minutes. Get to the thing, take the photo, take the test. Test was, I took it at like, I think it was like nine minutes or eight minutes or something. Mm. Took the test, missed a few questions. I think it was like two questions I missed. Got in the green line. The fucking green line, dude. The goddamn green line. So at least the way that my DMV does it, there's the blue line and right next to it is the green line. And right here is like the testing, the computers, right? So I went from the computers around to the green line to wait for my thing. I was first in line, too. I'm like, oh, shit. I got here. I'm first. There's no wait. Nobody's going to, you know, there's going to be no problem. Dude, there was this lady. And this lady who's like, you know, like me, like a customer, she was, when I came in talking to somebody else, when I went to the other line, she was talking to somebody else. And then when I went to the green line, she was talking to somebody else. And I don't know what her situation was, but it sounded pretty shitty, right? Like, just yeah. a bad situation. Like, I think, like, maybe your license got suspended or something like that. It was some police thing. From what I heard from the, you know, what I saw and heard, it, it, it seemed like she was just, like, stressed out of her mind. Everybody was yelling at her. Every single person she went to talk to, I saw her with three different people. And all the people were yelling at her. And she's just, like, visibly distressed. And I'm just like, can you guys, like, fucking, like, you know, like, help this woman out? Like, she's literally standing here, probably told to go to the DMV. And nobody gives a shit. So, because of her, I was in that goddamn green line, the first position, waiting for about 20 minutes. And then she goes away. I'm like, okay, good, finally. It's be my turn next. Some fucking guy comes out of the cuts and just goes and stands at the, at the, at the desk, at the <laughs> counter. And now that person is being helped for the next 20 minutes. And I'm standing in this line for now 40, 45 minutes. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this? And the lady behind, there was like a lady. Now the, there were people in the line behind me who had just finished their test too, who needed to get their temporaries or whatever. I'm standing in line. I'm texting you guys. I'm texting other people, right? What else am I going to do? It's, it's going to be on my phone, right? So I'm on my phone and this lady who's working the center fucking cubicles goes, no phones, please, in that area. And I look over to her. I'm like, I'm not cheating. I took my test. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, but you have to read the sign. See, the sign over there says no cheating. I'm like, I'm not. I said, I said, I said, I said it calmly. No I was like, no, no using it. What did I say? No oh. using your phone. It was like, no using your phone in this area. So I said to her, I'm like, does it look like I'm at the testing computer? Because I'm not. And second of all, people have lives and you guys don't seem to give priority to other people's lives. So I'm going to continue to be on my phone. And she was just like, and then like she started helping the next customer. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then the lady behind me starts laughing. And then she gets, she pulls out her phone. She goes, fuck yeah. (laughs) Get the whole line going, dude. Yeah, no, legit. Cause like, it was like 45 minutes. And this lady has the audacity to be like, no phones, please. Like what the, what does this look like, dude? So anyway, after waiting 50 minutes, after I took the damn test, after I came in and waited for like 10 minutes in the in the beginning part, this lady sees me. She does my temporary stuff and finally I leave. But I'm just sitting there I'm just and I'm looking at all the interactions with all people. What sad humans. Like we should go work for the DMV. We're all in the long, wrong line of work, dude. These guys work 8 to 5, Monday to Friday, major holidays off, one hour guaranteed lunch between 1 and 2. 
and you get pensions and benefits up the ass, and you get to act like a dick for a living. Why are we doing what we're doing? Like, literally, you should go work for the DMV. Like, this is no. Like, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> yeah, we'll end up being those. We'll see why they're like that, dude. I just, I just don't get it. Like, I don't like. There's probably not even one relatively decent person working at the DMV. I wonder if they're like trained to be like that. Indecent? But they probably hire indecent people. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're like that's part of their like training. I can see that happening. What do you say when someone walks in? Uh how can I help you? Fuck no. You, no. <laughs> nothing, nothing. And what do they do? What do they accomplish? Am I really legal to be on the road in a fucking motorcycle? I can kill myself tonight. <laughs> I think it's it's literally harder to get forklift certified. DMV man, like what do they do? What do they it's do? A, it's a ray of sunshine. It's a it's a building of happiness. No, no, it's, it's a like, money okay. grab. It's a money <laughs> grab. It's a fucking legal criminal. It's a mob. It's the mafia. It's the mob. It's the cartel. They just get government funding. That's it. That's it. They're no better. Pablo Escobar and the motherfucker that runs the DMV are the same. They're the goddamn same. Okay? There's no difference between them. Morally or ethically. Or financially probably too. Holy shit, dude. Like, I just, I don't get it. Sounds like you had a lot of fun. Well, you're, you're, you're licensed now, so have fun. Be safe. Don't do anything stupid because your mom's going to kill me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some reason you get a pass, even though I told her that you're one of the instigators. <laughs> All right. Shall we go to our break? Yeah. Brad, welcome to our break. Uh, as always, check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com where you can listen to all our stuff. Uh, and then check out our YouTube channel, uh, The Curbside Podcast, or youtube.com slash The Curbside Podcast. Go subscribe there. You can also follow us on social media uh, Instagram at The Curbside Podcast, Twitter at Curbside Pod, Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Curbside Podcast, TikTok at The Curbside Podcast. Uh, YouTube at youtube.com slash the curbside podcast. Uh, email is the curbside podcast at gmail.com. All right, back to the show. Uh, before we dive into a news, some sad news. So, you know the site Drive Tribe? I heard about oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. There's a letter on drivetribe.com. Uh, it says, Dear Drive Tribe Community, the end of an era for Drive Tribe and the beginning of something new. So, basically, what it's saying is that the website, the Drive Tribe, will be no more. The website started by Richard Hammond, James May, Jeremy Clarkson, and others, I'm sure, and Food Tribe. Uh, the apps and the websites are coming to an end because of quote-unquote a number of challenges for the automotive industry that led to severe reductions in marketing budgets across the industry makes it incredibly hard to operate due to uh, basically kind of lack of advertising. It's, it's going to be uh, shut down pretty soon, but they're going to remain active on YouTube and whatnot. Uh, looks like from the quotes 
they say here. Like Jeremy Clarkson says, we're all really disappointed that challenges in the industry, not in the least helped by the ongoing pandemic, have simply made it impossible to continue with business in its current form. I'm very much looking forward to see what Mischief Hammond and his team get up to as they take the channels and the community forward. So I guess it's going to be mostly Richard Hammond in charge of Drive Tribe now. I mean, they're making good stuff content on YouTube these days, so hopefully that goes well. But So the, it's only the actual website? Yeah, it's the, app, the website and the apps. So sad to see that go, but I mean, we didn't use it much. So. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I've never been to the Drive Tribe website. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the YouTube videos. Anyway, uh, it's 2022. Before we get into news also, what do you think the new year is going to be like in terms of cars? More EVs. Probably. I, I know by the beginning of last year, we were talking about how 2021 was going to be hell for car enthusiasts. Looking back, let's see what exciting things happened for car enthusiasts. You couldn't get Nothing. a car if you wanted one. If you did, you had to pay out of your ass for it. Uh-huh. The, yeah. the new Z06 came out. It's not out yet. They got announced. Got announced. Besides, okay, let, let go. Non non EVs, non EVs. All right. Besides, just anything that's not an EV. What was exciting? Besides the Z06. New WRX. Was it exciting? Was it a huge disappointment. Was that exciting? Okay, I was, like, I was, like, was it exciting? <laughs> um, you guys don't think so, but new 86. I'm starting to see them on the road, and they actually do look better. I actually, in person. I I did I did see one or saw a few in the last like month or yeah. so, and then. Uh, it's, it's it's better in person. I will say that than it was in the pictures. Yeah, I saw I saw the GR86, the uh, the Toyota version, mm-hmm. at the factory the other day. It looks better than the BRZ. I do oh, like shit. the GR better than the BRZ this generation yeah. around. Before it was the other way around, but now the Toyota version looks a lot better. I think there's nothing exciting in cars, man. Unless you're talking EVs, and then you're talking. I think like if you're if you're stuff. talking. Yeah, I think if you're talking new cars, there's nothing exciting. But I think this whole pandemic has brought out a lot of, like, older cars that we've maybe forgot about. And, like, more examples of each one. And people are buying them. I think that's really exciting. Yeah, they're buying them too much. That's the problem. We can't (laughs) buy them anymore. (laughs) You can't buy cars. There's no cars to buy. It's just all electric cars that are actually exciting. What the fuck? Like what? What yeah. was there that was internal combustion that was exciting besides the Z06? <laughs> the dead silence looks <laughs> pretty loud, dude. You know what so, did happen last year? Yeah, also, yeah. Toyota finally gave up on hydrogen. Did they? Finally, for the think about this, Toyota has not released an EV or even a concept of an EV. An EV, the idea of an EV has been out for over a decade. Yeah. They refused, and they just released a concept. I think that's kind of sad, yeah. to be honest, because uh, hydrogen fuel cell, if made cheaper and less complex, is a better alternative to electric cars. Is it though? It is. It's more dangerous. It's less efficient. The yes, network's completely not there. Look what happens <laughs> when you look what happens when you spend money on something, right? People go around and say, "Oh, EVs, it's, I'm saving the environment." Meanwhile, they're you know having more coal factories come up. They're having to throw away the batteries in China. Uh, they're having to produce more batteries. It's not actually cleaner. It's just so you can you know virtue signal a little bit. But a hydrogen fuel cell is actually cleaner. And if people would have actually given hydrogen fuel cell the due importance it deserved, you could have had something that was more efficient less dangerous and probably 
cheaper. If you know why EV became cool? Went into EV. Tesla. You know why people? No, well, yes, but like <laughs> the reason like people accepted EV is because they're fast as fuck. If they were still slow, shitty bruh, little cars, uh, you're gonna tell me the average dumbass motherfucker cares about your zero to sixty time? He doesn't even go sixty. But it's the it's the gimmicky like factor of it. Like for even us. a long range Model Three. No, no even for normal people. For us, that's why, why you go on. YouTube channel, like tech channels, you know, for not us. Okay. They're all like, check it out. Oh, yeah. snap. Dude. Like everyone's Coolest sitting car there is the not world. like a car person. But most of the people who's buying, who are buying it don't care. They'll do it maybe but, once, right? But even a standard standard range, a long range Model 3, those are fast as fuck. And I they agree. can stomp it down if you want. I agree, but I'm saying that the majority of people who do buy EVs are not buying it for that purpose. Regardless of YouTube or whatever. Right, but like, like I think that factor brought it to the mainstream and like made it acceptable to buy that like you're not going to get that with the hydrogen what brought it to the mainstream was the same concept as the iphone it's just good technology that is user-friendly and that attracts people more than the the zero to 60 the the acceleration (laughs) there's nothing to do with that but all my all i'm saying is toyota was the only one that was kind of like keeping on this hydrogen fuel cell thing only one nobody else is doing it literally honda 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 was for a bit but they gave up a while ago no, they still have the clarity. Do they still have it? Yeah, clar- oh, clarity's still there. Well, I hope they keep developing because the problem is though, like, look what happened with EVs. EVs were shit ten years ago. Everybody started getting into EVs. Tesla got everybody into EVs. What happens when everybody gets into this competition? What happens in this competition? There's research. There's R and D. There's betterment of technology. You didn't have that for hydrogen fuel cell. I mean, hydrogen fuel cell is essentially an EV, though. It is, it's, but... It's just it's, with a more complicated way to make electricity. Just just, a, just a freaking, you know, nuclear bomb under the... Hydrogen bomb <laughs> under the hood. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, if... Because Tesla went out and built their own infrastructure for charging. Toyota didn't go out and, like, build exactly. hydrogen charging, yeah. like, hydrogen fill-up stations. They didn't do shit. If, if, like, I'll put it this way. If Elon Musk was all about hydrogen fuel cell, we would be driving those today. Like, that would be the fad today. 100%, without a doubt. He made EVs cool. He really did. And like Andrew said, he put the infrastructure out there. Yeah, if the same amount of money that went into EVs went into hydrogen, maybe. Yeah. But imagine oh, a hydrogen performance car. That is literally a flying nuke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just have car accidents. <gasps> oh, half the city's gone. Half the population yeah, like said, the- why? Some guy had one car accident. <laughs> yeah. He hit a tree. Like- the trial and error isn't like, oh, the the car caught on fire because the batteries caught on fire. It's literal explosions. I mean, hey, it's it was like the idea of having nuclear-powered cars back in, like, what, the 60s and whatnot. They were using actual uranium for that. So, I mean, I don't know about the radiation itself of just being in the goddamn car, dude. How come we never... You know how those... There's, like, the guy... There was... It was like back in the day, this guy converted his diesel car to run on like cooking, like corn oil, cooking oil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, never took off. Do, but I think it's just because it's less, I don't know, power efficient or something efficient. But you could just run it on like re- reused like fry yeah, oil like, or something. Go to McDonald's, get fry <laughs> oil, refine it, put it in your car. There was another episode. I think it was an episode of something that one of the Top Gears guys did where they were trying to power a car off methane. And they just harvested it from like cow poop. The and cow all poop, that. yeah. Yeah, screw EVs, dude. Let's start finding new ways to power cars. Like you, you, you piss in the tank. Yeah, 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 dude. You just drink a lot of water, <laughs> piss in the tank. <laughs> hey, that's good for public health too. That's gonna make motherfuckers <laughs> drink water, dude. Yeah. 
y'all, y'all shitters don't stay hydrated. You just see a bunch of cars lined up on the sidewalk with people pissing into the tanks. No, no, no. You don't even have to do that. Just catheter. <laughs> Go to work. Plug in. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, let's. But let's get into some news. Uh, it's the beginning of the year, so that means the biggest car show of them all has gone and passed. And you know what car show I'm talking about. CES, the, the Consumer Electronics Show. Oh, yeah, now it is. I was like, Geneva? I didn't hear shit about that. You, you won't either, because you know why? There ain't no fucking cars to show, bruh. <laughs> yeah, well, the Consumer Electronics Show is apparently now the biggest car show in the world, because freaking... How much car news came out of it this year? First of all, Hyundai released uh, a mobile okay, pod dude, thing. Turn it off. 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 Let's move on from this. And okay. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Chevy introduced uh, a new, again, another electric pickup truck. Don't the, do that again, all right? Don't do that again. The <laughs> Silverado EV. It's slated for a release on twenty in twenty twenty four. Oh shit! And it is that's an electric. avalanche. Yeah, that's what I, that's what that's I an electric avalanche. When I saw it, I was like, "This does not look anything like a Silverado. It looks like an avalanche, right?" It looks pretty good, I think. And I mean, okay, so it's it's going up. Obviously, main competitor is. Ford F-150 Lightning. It starts starts at thirty nine five hundred or something. Wheels not included at that price point. Yeah, yeah. those wheels will not be included. <laughs> here's the, the here's the doozy, right? It will debut in twenty twenty four. I think the Lightning's coming out pretty soon, right? Not not too mm-hmm. far off. I think so. But yeah. this will debut in twenty twenty four. MSRP of one hundred and five thousand dollars. What? Wait. Okay. So forty thousand dollars is the one you'll get eventually, right? It's like the Hummer; they release the the most expensive one first, and then it goes down, it goes down, it goes down, right? Okay. So it will eventually make it to thirty nine thousand dollars. But the first one that they're going to release in for a twenty twenty four model year, which is still quite a ways off, is going to be the hundred five thousand dollar one. And Ford's going to have had plenty of time <laughs> to do yeah, plenty more be by so then. So far behind by then. Yeah, but um, the so the the first one is going to be the RST, which is that hundred five thousand. A dollar one. It's going to have 664 horsepower, 780 pounds-feet of torque, uh, 10,000 pounds of maximum towing capacity. So it's kind of like your um, poor man's Hummer EV. Uh, there's going to be like a uh, commercial version of it, which is obviously going to be you know cheaper steelies. with steelies. Yep. So this is, uh, this is Ford's next pickup truck. <laughs> but this is yeah. Chevy's eventual <laughs> pickup truck. That's going to be completely... Obsolete Why would by the they, time. Oh, uh, that's stupid. Why would they do that? Why would they release this idea four years out? So that's one of the CES card uses. Again, from GM, uh, Chevy also announced they're going to be releasing another 2024 EV, uh, the Equinox EV and the Blazer EV. Uh, so look forward to those. How is oh. this news now? Like, these used to be Econo cars, bro. Like, yeah, what e- the e- fuck? <laughs> like, Equinox is going to be, uh, ooh, it's going to start at $30,000. That's actually pretty competitive. In 2020, in 2030, though, because they're going to release a 150000 version <laughs> of this first in 2024. Uh, but to add to GM's another another growing profile of EV cars, oh, actually, this, is, uh, this isn't going to come out, but it's 
going to be in the same family as that thing we talked about CES last year part with the flying car and grandma crashing into a Boeing 747. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, it's called, it's it's another Cadillac called the Inner Space Autonomous Concept. It's a big couch. It's got nothing in the front. It's just a couch and a big screen. You can't even see out the front. It's a fucking well, recliner. And uh, the roof opens up because it's necessary fuck? for you to get in, apparently. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, Moving on. Cool. Stupid Cadillac concept. Another concept that I don't get the points of these, but Stellantis, another American car company, has released another concept based on an old nameplate called the Airflow. I don't if you guys know the Airflow was like a nineteen really old car that looked that was ahead of its time because it was like one of the first aerodynamically engineered cars. Okay. Um, but Chrysler has decided to reintroduce that nameplate for their new concept EV, which... Looks it, like the Equinox. Looks like everything else on the market. <laughs> I think I think Andrew needs to get a motorcycle so we can change the topic of discussion of the show. I don't know why Stellantis insists on keeping the Chrysler brand around at this point. They I sell two cars. I don't even know who cars. the fuck Stellantis is, bro. Yeah, who? Stellantis <laughs> is, is Fiat Chrysler. They bought out another somebody owns fiat yeah, yeah. it's a mother company of the mother company yeah what? um oh they bought they bought out all the french companies too i think oh my god i didn't know yeah. there was a parent company the parent company and then i didn't know the like i thought chrysler was a parent company for all these american cars whoever the head of stellantis is definitely a criminal there's no way he's not a criminal okay here's what it is okay stellantis combines Peugeot, Citroen, Opel, Vauxhall, Fiat, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, Abarth, Alfa Romeo, Lancia, and Maserati. Okay, I didn't know that's a thing. That's crazy. Yeah, so um, there we go. Well, I BMW. Something. Oh boy, BMW so now BMW. again with their innovations, guys. They don't do has, innovation. Has released a new concept. For CES, and it's a BMW. Oh, the changes. fucking paint changing color bullshit thing, dude? Yes, oh dude, my you got it. Car can change from black to white because its paint is made out of e ink. You know that stuff that you use on Amazon Kindles to read books? That stuff. Okay, but why though? Because. Some days you want white, some days you want to go yellow, some days you want to go goddamn green. No, you go black <laughs> and white. Black Wait, is that white. it? I, it's only black or white? It's only black and white, yeah. Have you seen oh. a color Kindle? Maybe they have it, but that's stupid. Why don't you make the car better? With fuck the paint. Yeah, I agree with Andrew. Fuck you, baby. Imagine <laughs> getting into an accident with your e-ink paint. <laughs> How expensive is that? Your your $12,000 job was going to be a hundred grand because you have to pay yeah, for all the stupid. microchips that go in your paint. Why can't they actually spend time and money into making a car that like enthusiasts want to drive? Like Maybe something with an inline six, a manual, and weighs like 2,500 pounds. And maybe they called it the 3 Series. What the what? heck is BMW doing? Nothing. They're not doing nothing, dude. They're literally Like, for not- the past few years, BMW has been completely off their rocker. <laughs> like- nothing, dude. They, they're, they're, they're a useless car company. All they do is just make money. That's it. And all you fools keep giving the money to fucking keep giving them money. Nothing good came out of BMW after 2017. I'm seeing a lot of those big nose 4 Series around. It, dude. Yeah, people are buying them. It hasn't grown on me in no, person. No, it hasn't. No. It has not at all. Well, anyway, uh, another thing we talked about, I think, I think it was last year or two years ago. Sony decided to release out their the PS6, electric, the electric car. Remember the one that we were <laughs> saying looked like a Chinese yeah. Lucid Air, Chinese Tesla Model Three yeah. or whatnot. Uh, they released another one. Uh, looks like a Chinese Model Y. Yeah, it does. Uh, Wait, so the other one ever come out? 
<laughs> no, no, no. So back then, you know, the the concept was just to like show off, like, oh, maybe this is what Sony could do in terms of technology in cars. It was like it was built for, as a platform. They said mm-hmm. for you know technology that Sony couldn't make uh-huh. possibly be in cars. But CES, they released the Sony SUV version of it, and Sony is now launching a new branch of their company called Sony Mobility, and which they say are they're going to go more into the automotive market don't know what that exactly means maybe actual cars well they're just gonna rip off every design on the market already that's what it looks like (laughs) what world do we live in cars used to be interesting car news used to be interesting concepts used to be cool yeah anyway manufacturers you all suck you all suck it's gonna be the mercedes vision eqxx concept the fuck is that it looks like a like a four-door 911 uh, it's mercedes most efficient electric vehicle concept thing uh it's designed aerodynamically i guess looks nothing like a mercedes uh but it's said to have a estimated range of a thousand kilometers or over 600 miles and it looks like what the it looks heck? like a mclaren it looks like that long tail yeah. mclaren thing uh, it, it looks like the volkswagen xl <laughs> XL1, like, cause do you guys remember the Volvo? I mean, the Volkswagen XL1. No, it was Volkswagen's. It was, I think, it was an actual production car. It's supposed to be one of like the most efficient cars, most efficient diesel cars around. It was. It did like a hundred plus miles to the gallon. It wasn't very fast, but gold wing doors, and it cost like a hundred thousand dollars. They didn't make that many of them. That's what it looks like. <laughs> So the Mercedes Vision EQXX, that's what it is. Did anything come out from CES where somebody didn't have a stick up their ass? Something cool? This is the new year, guys. This Nothing is you future. showed was cool today, Jeff. This is Maybe the except the, slightly the Silverado. That's that was not slightly out cool. anytime soon. <laughs> well, okay, well, there you go. Yeah, man. Dude, like, this would have been really cool when we were little kids, like early 2000s. But like now it's just like uh this is that's that's it. That's all of it. Well, okay, here's the thing. At least this is CES. This is Consumer Electronics Show, okay? So but we haven't what gotten are they to gonna, any What are they gonna we, put in Geneva? What are they gonna do? We, have, we haven't gotten to any actual car stuff yet. So. Tokyo Auto Salon happened. Oh it did. Tokyo Auto Salon did happen. Yeah, the the, the rally art concept was revealed. Oh yes. <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, yes, Mitsubishi shows up. Rally art concepts at 2022 Tokyo Auto Salon. It's gonna be the Outlander and the Eclipse car. <laughs> there you go, Andrew. Your long life dream. Mitsubishi is yeah. back. <laughs> They're back. <laughs> yeah. So there Up we on go. The EV train. It's like- Supercar news is just like, okay, another supercar with another fucking 500 horsepower more than the last one, and it goes like 10 seconds faster on the Nürburgring, and so that's your supercar news. Then you have the regular car news, which is like, okay, BMW comes out with another 320i X sedan, you know, GT. No, dude, BMW's all iNext, i3x, i stuff. There's nothing good. (laughs) Anyway, well, sorry for the doom and gloom. There's nothing good. <laughs> nothing. That's gonna be our show for this week. We're all looking forward to the new year. I'm not. Thank you guys uh, for listening. Uh, Luckily, me and Jeffrey kind of like EVs. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe there's something to look forward to. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, by the way. Let's make it 1,000 subs this year. We're at 660. I don't know what we're going to be talking about by the end of the year because there's going to be nothing to fucking talk about. The goal of the curbside podcast will to be make cars fun again. How? We We don't make cars. We get enough following and then we yell at the car companies or we get enough following and start a car company that makes zero money but all the cars are very cool that's a great that's 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 like some like paper scheme goddamn car company bro like (laughs) we'll just draw cars like imagine this okay you're done that's it all right i'll Uh, sell it to you for 20k (laughs) here's this drawing uh, but yeah, uh, check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com, uh, where you'll find all our stuff, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, share it with your friends on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that jazz. We're looking forward to you guys uh, listening to this year. So yeah, are we are we going to change our name to like the super the supercharger side podcast? The yeah, the like, the charger side podcast. Imagine imagine saying supercharger these days, and most people's mind goes to charging. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, electricity. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, uh, social media, uh, Instagram at the curbside podcast, Facebook, Facebook.com slash the Facebook.com slash the curbside podcast, Twitter at curbside pod, TikTok at the curbside podcast. And yeah, uh, thanks, kid dope, for however much longer you know this is gonna be a thing for the intro and outro to the show. The fast cars, I mean. Fast vehicles and, you know, uh, <laughs> wild hearts, dude. And as always, my name is Jeff. Oh, you know what? Dude, I'm fucking, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad. You know what? I'm sad. I'm Andrew. Remember, drive safe and life is too short oh. to drive boring cars. That's all you so get. Buy all the drive. old ones, dude. Buy all the fun cars. Buy all of them. And goodbye. <laughs>